all of the necessary arrangements to ensure that we get married that my father especially does not agree we have brothers always uh bent on you know having the lady do what they want and then we have the reverse of it how that the mothers want to have the guys do what they want yes it is natural it happens like that but then there are certain factors these external um factors or external people i would say see that you don't see so it's it's dicey when people obviously come to you and tell you especially when the majority coming to you no this girl no this girl no not just your family and somehow you have listened you have you know ask god and god is telling you come on my son i've told you to go ahead now that is dicey but that's not that cannot be possible i know mr precious we, we say this one it's not possible a majority will tell you no and go we say yes I, I don't know about that yeah but at, at the end of today's show we'll find out all of these pros and cons but then let's meet with our guest tonight vicky is in the building already let's meet our guest tonight and let us um yeah from them how was your week we want to rant about something you want to you want to shoot somebody in the head no problem yeah, let's hear how your week is and um, how was your Sunday. Let's start with Anifia as usual. The day I will start with um, Mr. Yeah, good evening, guys. <laughs> good evening, guys. And it's very good to be here today, this evening. And my week was good. I was a bit under the weather. Under the weather, but I had malaria. I had malaria and I treated um, um, back. Yeah, if you had, let's say, seen me on Tuesday, that's seen me shaking, but it's good to be back so close to full health. I was in church today and I had fun in church. And after that, I was opportunity to watch this Arsenal versus Liverpool match. The match ended already? It's ended the way I wanted. Yeah, 3 2. Arsenal won. Oh, I love that. Great. You can say that, that again. Great. I love to hear that. When small teams, big, big teams, it's yeah. it's, it's fun. <laughs> My retirement was on top of the world today. So super happy. Like yeah, wow, great, great, great. Thank you, Pamifi. Okay. Glad to be here again. Okay. All right, let's meet uh, Dr. Precious. Yeah, good morning, everybody. And well, I, I was to really what was the discussion about. Or, um, I guess the normal question is how was my week? My week was um, my week was fine. It was fine, quite busy. I have a lot to go on. I have some online courses I'm taking, and uh, quite so it's been quite a big yeah, and the weekend too. Oh, I'm fine. I'm barely hear you uh, well, uh, Doctor Precious. I don't realize my network was yours. Uh, well, is the person that's actually hearing me? Let's know who's talking to me. From if you can hear me clearly. Oh, okay. No, the line is shaky. The line is shaky from your end. Oh, okay. I think it's network probably. I'll I'll try and change my location. Well, I said I'm fine. I'm fine. It's been a very busy week. I'm fine. When you say you want to change your location, it sounds like you're going to Abia State now. Jim, <laughs> can you just leave me alone? Okay, let's let's be with Dr. Precious tonight. Um, well, I will continue the show. I hope that uh, we find we, we find a good network over there in the way he's at the moment. So. So, um, like I said, I'm not sure if Vicky's on the call at the moment. We'll have her talk, but she's not on the call at the moment. It's okay. So, let's talk. Um, what was your feel about the topic from Ify? Let's go with you then, begin to dive in into, uh, deep into what um, the topic is all about tonight. Okay. The topic is an interesting one, and it comes up, yeah, in relationships and in situations of pre-marriages, it comes up. And it's very, very, very important to understand the why. Yeah, why is it coming up? It comes up for your protection. Uh, who is protecting my dad, my mom, my brothers and sisters, and some of my close friends? 
what are they protecting me from? Yeah, what are these things that I'm not seeing? And that is something that is very important. You have to understand that. And when somebody tells you this and this and this about your supposed partner, what you should do is to ask the first question, are they correct? Yes, you have to have that vantage viewpoint. You have to see things from their end. You have to walk into their shoes to understand what they are trying to tell you. So when you see what they're trying to say, then you have to ask the question, can this thing be managed? Can it be worked on? Can it be changed? Um, because I I think that nobody is really a stone. Yes, we can change some behaviors if we really want success in our long-term relationship. We can make some sacrifices if we really want someone in our lives. So that comes up at any point in time. So going back to the beginning is when your parents see something or your friend or your brother or your sister sees something, you have to ask, what is it? Is it a yellow flag or a red flag? And when is the yellow flag? If I'm walked on, when is the red flag? It becomes difficult to deal with. Uh, sometimes it may be a red flag to the person citing it, why it may be a yellow flag to you. And you're like, okay, I've seen this before. And I think I can work with it. Yes, in the motor was of ethics, I think I can deal. Then the other thing that comes in, uh, is it a red flag to both of you? Yes. Or in some cases, the person does not even see it at all. And I can tell you that love is literally blind because most times, uh, most often than none, the your partner is always almost perfect. Yeah, love gives you that feel good feelings, and the feel good feelings make you feel like you can surmount any obstacle. This is good. It is your rocket fuel for a relationship. It helps to stabilize and helps you to make miracles work. But the other thing is, is it just a situation of you having the energy or the strength to make a relationship work? Or you just being foolhardy and making a very great mistake? These things should be tabled on the author of logic. It's that you don't have to go with your emotions because they will make you do the wrong things. Yeah. Emotions can send you to the wrong destinations. And there are your feelings. If you are feeling this way today, chances are you might not be feeling the same way tomorrow. So we now have to come back to ground zero. So is the foundation faulty or is it stable? Yes, I have my partner. Okay, these are some her thoughts. I can deal with them. Oh, this one you are bringing up. I don't see it as a fault. You get that one comes in there. Then the other one, I may want to point out it. Sometimes it may just be the tribe of the person. It may come up. Yes. Yeah, sometimes we can adjust character flaws and attitudes. We can work on those, but there are some things that we can't, like where the person comes from. Yeah, the person is a Yoruba girl. Yeah, you can't change that. She, you can't make her to come from the southeast. The first, the guy is an outside guy. So yeah, you can't make him to come from the southwest. So it's just that. So there are already things that are engraved in stone that you either have to deal with permanently. Yes, you say, oh, this is this, and I'm making the decision. Even in the sight of this, oh, you've raised your points, noted. I can deal. Then there are some times the matter being brought up may not make sense to you. Yeah, this one happens a lot. May not make sense to you because you yourself, with your education and your exposure and your information you've had over the years, including being part of this chat this part of this singles hangout show on a regular basis you've learned a lot of things so it wouldn't matter to you 
but they matter to your to some members of your family and how you respond to such issues is important because there's the blessing that comes from your parents and i will tell you that the marriage is truly and fully done when your parents bless you and the blessing has to be from their hearts it's not have to be extorted or forced and you have to understand that when your parents are giving advice they're giving that advice from a position of experience when your parents are giving you an advice they're giving you from a position of experience and love these things matter and they shouldn't be taken lightly you should weigh them considerably if you pray about it because there's no how that your parents and your friends or siblings will bring up a decision and um a flaw or something that they don't like and you just bash it off like that no it doesn't work that way you have to weigh it properly you have to reason it logically as i said earlier and one thing i can say in conclusion of this my very first part it would be you will know you've made the right decision when you have peace you know you made the right decision when you are at when you make a decision and you don't have peace ah, something is off something is wrong somewhere but when you make a decision after totally going through it and reasoning it and you've totally done all to stand let me tell you that in window you have peace when you have peace then i was thank you for that decision so let me give the floor for i guess for now thank you all right thank you thank you for me uh we're going to appreciate those joining us um, already on the show tonight uh, the topic is when my mom dad and siblings don't like my spouse should i ignore the relationship or should i go ahead with such relationship and so let's hear from uh, dr precious tonight regarding his thoughts uh, his take on the on the on the topic tonight dr precious are you there i hope your network is good now yeah um i'm there i don't know if you can hear me now so this is beautiful go ahead okay all right all right so concerning this issue yeah um well it's um it's something that can be handled but still a very tricky issue a very tricky one because when your your siblings or your family because marriage like i tell people marriage is not just about you uh, so I, i'm going to say this from two angles marriage is not just about you sometimes well, not sometimes it's um both families are coming together so it's not just about you so in this issue you find yourself um being in the log ahead with your family over your spouse or the, your choice of spouse uh, is a very sensitive thing very very sensitive you know initially uh, me i was like ah they are not my parents will not tell you to marry or yes agreed my parents will not do this my parents will not do that that is my purely my decision purely my this purely my dad but then over time as i got older and you know had more experience i want to find out that see bro this is a matter you have to handle with high sensitivity it's a very sensitive matter because you wouldn't want to get married and it's just you like your family is not in support whether their reasons are right or they are wrong but no one will want to be in that situation trust me it's not a very good place to be at okay so what i tell people is this i know that sometimes parents can be overprotective like they, they feel they're trying to help you but not necessarily helping you so they could be wrong sometimes so it's it, it's also very beautiful to recognize that sometimes they could be wrong but like i said it's just sometimes some other times they could be right you know there is this adage that what an elder sees uh city you might not see when you climb you know we see all those things as fables or stories but you know most times they are true okay most times they are true i'll give an instance i i, I was in a relationship and then my mom my mom just didn't like the lady you know 
I was surprised. Like, not, the lady didn't do anything. But my mom just didn't like her. Every time I mentioned her name, my mom just, you know, she just reacts. So I kept asking her, I said, Mom, what do you have against this lady? She said nothing. Has this lady done anything to you? She said no. So what's the problem? She said she doesn't know. You know the truth. She didn't know, actually. But she just felt uneasy. She just felt necessarily uneasy with the lady. And I kept trying to understand. I couldn't. But, you know, that, that relationship later didn't work out for very good, obvious reasons, which I may not be at liberty to share here, but it didn't finally work out. And you know the point, like, okay, when that relationship ended, most many of my friends were happy. Like many of them were happy, thank God, congratulations. I was like, ah, are you performing? They said yes. That like they just didn't know how to tell me, but they just knew that this relationship was not something I should get, I should be in. You know, they were seeing a lot of things, which I was seeing, some of them I was seeing, but, I was just trying to, I was willing to ignore it out of love, in quotes. So I was willing to ignore it, but there were very, very delicate matters that most likely would destroy any home. Okay, but I was ignoring it. But my mom was probably seeing this. My friends are probably seeing this. You understand? So, you know, so it's very good that at times we should sit down and reason with whoever is against whoever. For instance, your spouse, your, your, your parents or your siblings are against your spouse or something against your spouse. Sometimes it's good to sit down and hear them. Understand what the reason could be. Understand their concern. Understand their fears. Just hear them out. And then know if it's something that is, yeah, you should consider or not. I, I have a friend, um, a very good friend, like very, very good friend. Actually, people refer to us as twins. He wanted to get married and then... The father of the lady said over her oh, that that marriage cannot work. Why? Because the guy is from a particular state. And the man doesn't want brother to get married from anyone from that state. Now, it was a, in quotes, a flimsy reason. It was not a personal character issue or something. It was just about a state. You know? So, the truth was that my friend would have, the lady, the, the girl in question loves the guy. Every other person, their pastor, the girl's pastor, every other person, the siblings of the girl, all of them like the guy, but does the father. The father is saying no. And unfortunately, the mom is late. Probably the mom would have spoken some sense into the man, but the mom is late. Now, it was a battle. You know the truth? My friend just told the lady, see, I, there's nothing I can do until your father is on the same page with us. So the best we can do is to go and keep praying. And then as they are praying also, what they did also was to involve some persons that they know that the man could listen to. You understand? To try and convince the man that he should throw away that mindset that not everybody from the state is bad. Okay, so now they were praying and they were also doing certain things. They, they involved certain persons that the man could listen to. And that's how they were handling it. It took almost a year and, I think it was a, almost a year and six months, but finally the man agreed. You understand? Finally, they brought the man to the same page. Now, check if they had decided to go and fight with the man. You know, that marriage might probably have had a lot of issues. And tomorrow, if anything happens, the father will say, hey, share, I told you. So most times, it's not good to fight with your siblings or your parents over your spouse. I will keep telling people, I say, the best you can do is to go and pray. Go and pray. I know there are a lot of issues. Like, of course, uh, uh, marriage, uh, intercultural marriage and all of those things can be issues. Okay, okay, we don't want you to marry Yoruba. We don't want you to marry Aosa. We don't want you to marry Igbo and all of those things. All those things could be issues. But the truth is that there are things that can be worked around. Okay, but what it has to do with the person's character, I will, I will always advise people, I said, please, as much as possible, sit down and listen. That's why I said, hear their reason first. Know the reason why they are against that person. Okay, then if their reason builds on the person's character or morals or stuff like that, then please pay attention to it. They, they could be seeing something that you are not seeing, that probably you are blinded by the word, love, in quotes. But if it has to do with something that has to do with culture, background, and you know, stuff like that, stuff like that, then these are things that can be worked around. It just needs a little patience. A little patience. That's just all you need. You know, sometimes I, I, I know of, um, of a guy that wanted to marry a lady, and for seven years he was waiting. The parents said no, the guy kept waiting for seven years. Now, someone will say, ah, no, that's too much now. But the guy knows what he wants and he was willing to wait. In the long run, the father of the girl saw that this guy was not giving up. And they just gave him. They didn't give him because they are, they, they, or they are, whatever they had that was the principal idea was lost. 
they gave him because they feel that this guy has had enough patience. So probably this guy really means what he's saying. And there's no need, you know, deceiving ourselves because he's willing to even wait more just for that lady. So you see, they, they, they are, these are something that can be handled, but it requires a lot of sensitivity and a lot of being careful. It's not something that you just become rebellious. Uh, after all, they should get out. I don't care. They should not even come to my wedding. They should not do this. And I've, I've heard people make such such boasts or such comments. My dear, no, you go marry the girl alone. That's the truth. You cannot marry the girl or the boy alone. So you have to be careful and handle it with utmost sensitivity. Well, I'll stop here for now. Those who are joining us for the first time, the topic is my mom, dad, siblings, you know, don't like marriage because it tended to should I go ahead with such relationship. So um is is DK in the briefing tonight? Let's let's hear from let's get the information part of this tonight. Can you hear me? All right. changed 
especially when you've confirmed that this person is yours. But you need patience. From experience, it's not easy, especially when you get to see them. I mean, the parents of this your spouse, when you get to see them often and all that, the attitude they will be putting up and all that, you might just be tired. You will not want to go ahead with it. But when you are sure of what you are going into, you keep pushing and you keep praying. Pushing and keep praying. Do your own part. Be natural. Don't um, form Nami good. Don't form I am a caring person. Nami good. Just be yourself. <laughs> My friend will tell me, just be yourself. Don't, don't, don't form don't act artificial. Just be yourself. Let them know who you are and accept you like that. One day, through prayers, they will come to like you. They will just come to us, accept you. So, can't do it with prayers, especially when you are very sure this person is meant for you. For the other one, when you are not sure or when they... Um, the reasons your parents will be giving is very obvious that this your spouse have it and they are already seeing that this is going to be detri- detrimental to you. Okay. I think Mr. Precious talked about that area. I don't need to emphasize on it again. So you have to look into it also and see, is this something I can cope with and I get married to this person? Is this something I'm just carried away with love? I love this person. I love this person. Ignoring the fact that more this thing is going to kill me in marriage. My parents are seeing it, but I'm not seeing it. And they've talked about that. So this is my own contribution towards this topic. Thank you. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you for your submission tonight. Yes, I want to have questions. I want to hear contributions regarding the topic. But before then, uh, in a situation where we have a lady who, you know, or a guy, let me use a guy in this in this instance now. We've used ladies for a long time. We have a guy who, you know, has found it difficult to get a, you know, a spouse. And then I mean a girlfriend. And then I mean, you know what I'm talking about. So. In that kind of situation where it has been difficult for him for the past five years, and he's 30 or less than 30, but he has, you know, um, you know, struggled to get a girl, a lady that he lo- loves and a lady that is in you know in relationship with. Um, and then he presents one and then he gets he gets a, a negative back a feedback, you know, from his family saying, you know, this not this this is not it at all. Now, what do you say for a guy in that situation? Come on, he has spent time searching, hunting. Come on, it's not easy, guys. And then you come from nowhere. You know, even at the moment where you present lady to your family, and you know, even them, even a reaction to tell you that ah, I don't like this lady, you would see it that they don't tell you straight because they know you are, you have really done well to get you know a lady. Just for guys who, who don't really like all this chasing and hunting and everything, and they, they finally get a guy, and you're like, no, no, no. So, uh, why why that is on the air? I want to get contribution. What we hear from um, from Ify on that, you know, um, what can we? How can the guy deal with that? Because truthfully, truthfully, some guys will never, never bring a guy to the house. It will take another maybe another five years, and that's why so many guys, you know, they marry late. You know, so um, if you have contribution, have questions, post on the group, and then we can deal with them one after the other. Yes, Famifi, you can go ahead. Okay. Sometimes it becomes difficult for one to go ahead with this relationship thing when there are lots of obstacles. We also understand that, in as much as we are marrying, a family into another family, right? I'm married. Huh? You can also understand that the individual in there knows what he needs. But in fact, my parents can't tell me the type of woman I should marry. It's impossible. I have my peculiarities and I have what I'm looking for. So when there is a
So when there's a serious obstacle, it becomes difficult for me to bring her to the family house as usual. What I would want to say about this is there should be a compromise. Mm. The person, nobody is perfect, including me. Nobody is perfect, including my girlfriend, the lady I want to get married to. So, in as much as I am doing what I'm doing with her, I should also, my family should also try to see compromise uh, for my own sake. Uh, because in as much as we try to do this relationship thing and try to put our, try to stamp our footprints, that will interfere or try to have our input in other people's relationship. Sometimes it's, it's not for the better. If my sister comes in with a young man and the guy is not to my taste, I may not have a say. For real, I won't like to. I won't have a say. My era when I got married, I didn't have a say. The reasons are not far-fetched. It is their choice. It is their choice, and sometimes people's choices should be respected. Uh, when there's excessive meddling, no, 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 she's too tall. No, no, she's too short. No, 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 she's from. Uh, then nobody's going to get married for real. If everybody takes up one little thing that should be corrected or one flaw or the person state of origin that it must be correct i don't really sometimes these interferences this poor relationship they shake it because sometimes people come into relationships sometimes they have hard past issues and they have these doubts in there they have these fears and once these external interferences come they tend to make those doubts bigger. It tends to give those doubts credence. They, 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 they make them look good. They make them look legit, whereas they aren't. And sometimes we have people that are going to the relationship and they are scared. And these fears are normal. And we're now having people adding thoughts to injury by voicing out their inadequacies or insecurities with the wrong choices of words or in the wrong manner. So at the end of the day, we will have people pulling back into their shells. What I would advise people be bold. Make your choice, stick by it. No matter how you reason this life, you can't find a perfect person. You can't find a perfect person where everybody will be agreeable. If she's beautiful, they'll say, ah, she's too fine. I'm going to promise you that if that comes up, if the guy is too fine, I'm going to say that she's too fine. I said, my water. Every guy is too handsome. They're going to call him a puppy water. Amen. Let me pause for now, guys. Wow. That's so funny right now. It's all right. So thank you. Thank you again, Famifi. I, I want to throw this question to um, Dr. Gorgachi this, this evening about, um, you know, parents, you know, finding their guys or ladies immature. Uh, they are not matured enough to make such a decision. How, how does one deal with that? So uh, we are looking at someone right now who it's he he probably is is 27, 28, and he's coming to tell the parents that I found the lady I want to be with for the rest of my life, and I believe that by next year we should be able to get married. And the next thing, the father is like, "Oh, you you're not up to 30 years. You're not mature enough to get this." Or we look at the lady's side, and the same thing, maturity. How do we how do we get a balance with this? How do we send a message? Probably um the, the parents had a view of the guy when he was in university, I made certain decisions, and from the university from NYC, he didn't come back home, they have not seen him for years or something like that. And then he's coming, you know, home back with a lady, and they're like, No, I, that kind of thing. You're matured enough. Are you sure of this? Are you sure of this? Are you sure of this? You know, so all of those things play out, and then we have a lot of uh, sentiment going on. You know, so but let me let me let's hear from um, Dr. Precious on this how uh, he got right. deal with it. Uh, you know, well, the truth is, like I said earlier, you have 
most times it's quite very difficult to convince our parents that you are a grown-up. Many times it's difficult. They always want to see you as this child, especially in, in sensitive matters like this, like marriage, you know. They feel it's so sensitive that you might make a, you might make a wrong decision. In fact, I've not, it's, it's very difficult to, or, or it's very rare to see um, a parent who believes that their child is as grown up and can comfortably make decisions when it regards this area. So many other areas they can allow you, but when it comes to this area, they always have want to have a say. But one thing I tell people is that you have to see, it starts from the little, little decisions. Okay, your, your parents need to, be, need to be sure that you can be able to make the right decisions. Now you have to make the right decisions. So sometimes they need to be convinced that they can trust you. And it starts from the little, little decisions you've made earlier. Okay, like you said now, this person, it was your parents that chose for you the course you read. It was your parents that chose for you the school you go to. And then it comes to marriage, you want to go and choose. You know, they, they might have a say. They might want to always have a say. But from the start, when they have always seen that you are the one that makes your choices, and most times those choices have turned out um, well, well, maybe not all of them, but at least majority of them has turned out well, you know, they might, they might have a tendency, a little tendency to trust you that you can make that choice. So one thing I'll tell people is um, get them to trust you. I know it might not be easy, but like I said, you can start from the little, little decisions, okay? Let them know that you are matured enough to make the decision, okay? The, the best they can do is guidance and counseling. They can guide you, but they should allow you to make that choice. Because, you know, I've seen people who blame their parents for making choices for them, especially in this regard. Okay, so till tomorrow, they blame their parents so much. And so I, I don't know if any parents would want to be in that situation, but many of our parents wouldn't mind. That's the truth. They are trying to protect you. They feel they are trying to protect you. So let them understand that you are mature enough. It's not just by words, like I said. They must have seen you handle some responsibilities and handled it well. You know, um, I know it's not easy, especially in, in, in the state of Nigeria now, but... Um, I left home a long time ago. Like I left home quite very early. You know, I started taking care of myself quite very early. So when it came to the issue of marriage, my parents knew, wow, this guy, he's, he's tried you know, to take care of himself. So, you know, there was no so much battle as far um, are you mature enough to make this decision? Because they knew that right from um, the onset, I started acting the man, you know? So it was very easy for me to have flowed into that responsibility. So that's the truth. Most times, he, he, I know it's more, I'm not saying, okay, leave your parents' house now. Probably if you're still in your parents' house. But it might require that. Like, you know, I tell people, say, you, you don't understand the, what it means to, to take care of yourself first and then take care of another person. Most times, if you're still in your parents' house. I'm not saying that those that are married from their parents' house, um, I'm not making, I'm not having wonderful homes or wonderful marriages, no. But, you know, sometimes you might have to just step out, you know, take that bold step and step out, you know, start taking care of yourself, know what it means to manage, know what it means to, you know, make money and, and know how to spend it. And then know, how, know what it means to now start taking care of another person. All those are, are really a very big hard work, very big hard work. So, your parents most times are most likely going to give you that freedom to make your choice when they see that you've started handling certain responsibilities quite early. So it's not good to run away from responsibilities. Then when you now comes to marriage, you now want to be responsible. You now feel that you know what to do. Many parents will still insist that they know what is best for you. You know, and you know, our parents are very funny. Especially, you can bring a guy now and then tell them the guy, what does he do? That's one of the first questions they will ask you. What does he do? Say this one a big layer. <laughs> My dear, on your own no. Now big layer. How will a big layer take care of you? That's what they are, that's their concern. Their concern is will this person be able to take care of you? You know, so yeah, the fear is there, the anxiety is there. Okay, but then if you can be able to convince them, eh, he's a bricklayer, but this is someone that can be able to take care of you. And probably they you have made set other decisions in the past and they, they trust your decisions. Well, they may have to give in, but trust me, you have a lot of convincing to do in this scenario.
Uh, so that's just the best way I can be able to, uh, you know, tackle this matter from here. So they have to get to trust you. You have made certain decisions that have been beneficial. Okay, so it will be very easy for them to trust that you can take this decision and then you can handle it. But like I said, please, let's always learn to be patient with our parents. Trust me, it's not easy. I have trained someone for long. After then, the person, the person now wants to just go and carry one person and start living it. You know, there are a lot of fears, a lot of anxiety in the hearts of the parents. So you need to assure them, you need to be patient, they need to listen to them, you need to communicate with them. For them to be able to know that, see, you are ready for this phase of life. Many times, even the parents, like, how many do you have robots? They are still around. Because they feel you can't handle it. That's why that thing, you see some parents being controlled over their children, even in marriage. Because they feel that you are still not grown up enough to handle responsibilities. Sorry to say, but sometimes our ladies don't help matter. You know, you see a lady, you are in your parents' house, even to cook, you cannot even cook well. And then you, you want to you get married. The parents might not refuse the marriage, but you see that somehow they are always trying to get involved because they feel that there is something to be afraid of, something to lose. Okay, so be responsible. That's just the, the whole conclusion of my message tonight. Thank you, sir. Wow, we have heard a lot tonight, but there's still more to learn, okay? So thank you, Dr. Prashas, uh, for that great submission as well. Um, if you are learning already, please push in your, push in your comments and tell us that you're learning and you're enjoying the show tonight. So I, I want to go to Vicky, and this question is to Vicky. Um, for a lady or for a guy, all right, who is the only child, all right, who is the only child, and then you you find the, the the guy the parents guy you know protecting as much as possible. For example, let me paint a scenario. I like painting scenarios. So he you know he left he left secondary school. He went abroad to study. He was there for like ten years, and now he's coming back and uh, he, he came back home to spend some time with the parents. Met a girl in church, and now he's he's coming to the parents saying, oh I I need to I need to settle down with this lady. Well, I found someone I like. I need to, you know, do what is needful. I need you to chat. And the, and, the, and the parents are like, ah, what's up? You know, just calm down. You know, let's let's take this thing slowly. You know, and this is three years. And we're still taking things slowly. And with the three years, we're looking at the second girl already. You know, and the guy's frustrated. And he's like, what's up? Can I still get married? Can I still do this? And he doesn't want to get married out there. I mean, where he's coming from, where he studied, you know, abroad. And he wants to really get in Nigeria because he he wants to get married in Nigeria. And I'm just bending scenarios, but we're looking at the scenario of a guy who is the only child of his parents, also a lady. What can such person in such a position do? Because it's quite sensitive, because you want to you want to tell your parents now. I, I'm very sure that this scenario I'm painting, all this question I'm asking is not just for only child, but first bonds for example first bonds you know only girl among boys only uh, a guy among ladies you know what i'm talking about so even last bonds as well they are very careful what how they make their choices when it comes to you know relationship and marriage so how would uh one do with it I, I want vicky to to come up to speak i also want i would love to hear from um from Ify and also you know uh, um dr precious on this but let's start with vicky first vicky you can go ahead Hmm. I'm really only girl. I can I can I can imagine how that will sound. Only girl. Okay. Well, um um let me just be very straight to the answer. Just um make yourself known. I mean um Every parent wants the best for their children. And so for you to make up your mind that you want to settle with this person, it means this person has met the criteria. It means you are, are bold enough to go and show this person to your parents. And so what it means is for the period of time, um, your parent gets to meet this person or you get to have conversation with your parents about this person 
make them know make them understand that this person is like this i mean be practical when you go there you go to visit you can um buy something for the parents just um or maybe that the, the, the parent is celebrating birthday just this one is not i'm not saying form what you are not it's natural when any of your friend is doing birthday when your intending spouse is doing birthday you call the person you wish the person happy birthday so your father-in-law mother-in-law to be when they are celebrating birthday it's not out of place to call this person it's not out of place to buy gifts for this person then also um when um as a guy when you are talking about the lady or vice versa when you are talking about your intending spouse to your parent bring out scenarios maybe for example um you are just going you just say ah, you are discussing something about a, a situation that happened you, you can just be like ah um, Eugene did this one. Eugene bought this thing for me. In fact, when I was when I came down, when I traveled, I came back. It was Eugene that came to pick me from the park. He brought me home. Like you, you make instances, and then your parents will start by their own self start thinking, oh, this is what this person is actually doing, or this is what this person is actually doing to my son or to my daughter. By painting that scenario by interacting with them about your intending spouse and also this intending spouse by displaying affection displaying who you are to them i think they should not they will not be scared they will not be scared of releasing their daughter or their son they just want their children to be protected they want as my son is leaving the house he's entering a safe hand and so you cannot achieve that without displaying that to them for them to be sure it's not the one that uh, um, for you are dating somebody for one full year you say you are dating somebody that one full year you've not even carried phone to call the you can't see the parent okay the, the uh, father or the mother of the person is outside the state where you both are staying you cannot carry phone and call them if not if 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 not for any other reason when they are doing celebration or all that you cannot call them and wish them and celebrate with them you can't call them you don't see them nothing you are showing the attitude of uh, you not consign me i'm on my own i'm not dating your father i'm not dating your mother if you i'm dating all those kind of things my <laughs> dear if i'm the mother i will tell you more i'm not i'm not satisfied so show it display just be natural show it and things will go well even if it's the last born the only girl the first born that's it thank you all right from if you can go let's, let's hear from you quickly and then let's hear from um dr precious regarding that so round up from here if you have a question please please on the group thank you Okay, can you rephrase the question again, please? Okay. Right, so, Mr. Eugene, can you rephrase the question no, that you asked earlier? No? Okay, we are talking about um, in a situation where we have the, the person in question, you know, the only child or the firstborn, or then, you know, spouse, favorite okay that should be the general word for it but then when people talk about the only child of a parent in this situation what would the person do how does he handle the situation what i think we should go back to mr precious's advice when he answered his last question responsibility how are you before now yes what do you do how is your are your decision making skills how do you behave before now are the choices that you make always bad like do they always end up in wrong stuff so all those things will now relate into this one because anything you've been doing before now should just be like a prophecy of what this one may turn um, out like no, sorry 
I'm sorry for cutting you short, uh, but you know, there are some scenarios where we have people who are good at, at managing a company, but they are not good at managing a lady. Am I right with that? Yeah, you're right. So you're right. Can, we, can, can we say that? Can we say that using you know responsibility as um, what would I say a, a, a strong point here will work? Because funny enough, you find this in movies as well, which is which is real. They are they are real life situations. You know, people who are very good at managing a company, they are very good in money. But when it comes to relationship, uh, we might not want to put a hundred percent on them. Okay, so hence the reason why I think some of the parents having this backlash of something, you know, with them. Yes, I understand that. What I'm trying to say is that you can't give what you don't have. If the person have has a level of management skills, personal management skills at work, it should be able to manage relationship. You understand? If person has good financial management skills, you should be able to manage your finances in relationship. That's what I'm trying to say. What you are before relationship should also tell. So when you come to your parents and you're trying to tell them, I'm trying to get I'm going to get married to this young man or this young lady I've been dating her for a while. And I think she's the one I want to spend my life with. Any response they are going to give you won't be new. That's what I'm, that's my point. It won't be new. It's going to come from the substructure of what you already are. That's why I tell people: be good, learn early, try to make the right decision at all points in time. It will be difficult at first, but look at the end goal. So at the end of the day, your life is the product of the sum total of all your choices. So when it comes to that part, it won't be difficult for your parents to give you a thumbs up or to give you the necessary support you would need. Because at the end of the most and the reason we involve our parents sometimes is just for their support. It won't be fair for you to be going through life alone or into marriage alone. No, sometimes we need their support. So in as much as you've been a very good person in life as a whole, pre-relationship or pre-marriage, definitely you get good reviews seriously i'm just going on i'm just saying what mr precious already said seriously that that's how it should be it's just that simple what you are before the ring doesn't change anything so bringing up that conversation with your parents it's still going to now come back to what you are who you are how you handle issues in life how you how are you at your day job how are you with at your church? Yeah. Why your relationship with your friends? How soft spoken? How kind? Yes, these are things that come in and they are integral to the sources of relationship and also important to the discussion between a person and her parents. We saw her parents. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, okay, Dr. Precious, go ahead. All right, um, well, to go straight to your question because of our time, and uh, the truth is that, um, being an only child, wow, comes with a lot of downsides. Um, that's the truth because no matter how old you are, your parents it will be very difficult to, to release you, very difficult to release you. That's the truth. Uh, but, but, like I said earlier, um, I, I believe that you see, when we talk of relationship we say that one of the primary tools of every relationship is communication and that's the same thing i believe that can work in some scenarios i'm creating some scenarios now i believe that um being an only child like i said has its own downsides in, in the sense of no matter how big you are your parents will still feel like you can't handle a lot of things not because that is just out of um fear or well will i use the word fear or will i say concern you know that just concern this is my only child you know if i this child goes it's not like i have another one okay so i need to be sure like vicky said that this person can be taken care of or that this person will not you know bring um, any reproach or disgrace or whatever you might call it so you know parents are very skeptical especially when you're the only child they want to protect you with everything they have sometimes they are becoming overprotective so i tell people i said sit down and talk with your parents okay reassure them aside the fact that and try and be responsible which is a very important factor another thing is reassurance try and reassure your parents like most times then you know when my parents are finding difficult that i can handle certain things i sit them down i said see i'm no longer a child just try and I see i tell even to today my, my siblings 
when my parents are dealing with my siblings sometimes, I'll call them, I say, see, leave this person. This person is no longer a child. He's an, an adult. So they are responsible for their decisions now. What the best you can do for them now is to advise them and pray for them. That's the best you can do. You can't, there is nothing more. See, you know, I tell people, I said, at certain stages in our life, there are certain persons that are responsible in those stages. As a child, a, a toddler, a, an infant, uh, a teenager, your parents have a lot of roles to play. That's where I tell parents, be careful. See, in, you see these early stages of a child's life, this is where you have a primary responsibility to that child. If you are not able to impact all you need to impact on that child at that stage, sorry, you have lost the opportunity. Once that child grows into, in, into youthful age, there is little or no impact you can have as a parent on that child. That child is only responsible to, the, to, to mentorship. That child is now beginning to look at role models, mentors as a youth. He begins to look up to people, not necessarily you as the parent again. He, sometimes they even become distant from you. They are learning from others. So as a, as a parent, that early child, that early stage of a child's life is where you should play your, your role. So I tell my parents, I say, these people have grown. Leave them alone. The best you can do is advise and pray. You cannot compel them anymore. You understand? So that's the, that's the way you talk to them. You, you relate with them. You reason with them. Try and tell them, I'm grown. I can take certain decisions. Trust me. Trust me to be able to handle this. Get them to trust you, not just by your actions. Also, tell them, reassure them that they can be able to trust you to handle certain things. So as an only child, well, these are the two remedies I'll give you. I said, number one, make sure that they can be able to trust you by how far you handle responsibilities. Secondly, make sure that often reassure them, often speak with them, try to reassure them that they can be able to handle that they can trust you. And of course, like Vicky, I think Vicky was trying to say something like that. See, marriage is very sensitive. You understand? You're, you're coming into someone's life. I will let I said, try and also get, get involved with people that are involved in their life. Nobody is an island. If you're coming into someone's life, try and know those that are involved in that person's life. Somehow, it shows those people that you care about them too. They want to also know that you, you are not going to steal their daughter and then their, or their son or their daughter and then lock them off from their daughter's or their son's life. They want to see that they can still be able to relate with their child, even, even in marriage. So get involved with people that are involved in their life. They are, even if you don't want to go to their parents, maybe their siblings, even not all of their siblings, just one of their siblings. Find out of the siblings that that person is closest to. Find a way to, maybe the person's birthday, you call the person, ah, I just want to say happy birthday. I'm a friend to so-so, your sister or your brother. You know, somehow it creates that, that environment where they feel protected, where they feel that their interest is also protected, that you're not just going to steal whoever you're, either the man or the woman and run away from their life. You know, so that assurance is very necessary. You assure them in words, you assure them in your actions that you are responsible. And I believe that this will go a long way to suiting their heart and, you know, lay a very good foundation for you. Thank you. Well, it has been a great time here at Singles Hangout Show episode 25. And I will tell you that you have learned a lot without even you telling me. I will tell you that you have learned a whole lot. Thanks to Dr. Precious, thanks to Famifi, and then to Vicky. Thank you for being on the show today. We hope that uh, next week we're going to have a more robust show about a sensitive topic around singles life and their relationship. While we want to stay positive on the topic, I want to assure you that many, many more people break their relationship by the time they are dad or mom, or simply to tell you, no, yes, some of them will have to. That is what I want you to know. That's the reality of things. And then some will have to fight and some will have to win. Life is good, bad, and ugly. But at the end of the day, what you know is what you know about the person that you know. And how you now begin to pass that message to your parents matters a whole lot. And then you find out that it becomes easier when before now, that person is already a friend to your parents. All right. That makes it a lot easier. So you may want to apply that road. You may want to, you know, create that path even before they get to know that you are, you know, they are the ones that you're looking at, you know, becoming, you know, together with marriage. Yes, you can, you can begin to play those things around, you know, bring them to the house. Let it, let it be a friendship, a cordial relationship with your parents. You know, I believe that uh, that will work, but it doesn't work for all kinds of scenarios, but we believe that that is something that would work. So guys, this is the Singles Hangout Show again. My name is Eugene, and we're going to have this next week. 
then uh, we want to begin to um, upload our records, you know, the recordings of all of this episode on substack.com, right? I've been thinking of how to get that on YouTube, but because it's not a video, uh, we can't get that on YouTube because we already have a podcast that works already. But we want to have a place where you can just go and try to listen to any of the episodes before now that have been done. All right. And then by the time the episode is out, episode 25 is out on the stopstack.com platform, you are you can subscribe. And when you subscribe, by the time another recording is out or by the time we're going to have a live show on Sundays like this, you will get an email as much as we can. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week, Sunday, for another Reboss show. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>